Welcome to True Paranormal, the podcast with your host, Leo Rizzuti. Every week we will explore such topics as ghosts, demons, poltergeist, haunted history, time shifts, cryptozoology, and other aspects of the paranormal through listener-submitted accounts, documentary studies, and interviews with the investigators that dedicate their lives to searching for proof of the unknown. So get a fresh cup of coffee, dim the lights, relax, and get ready for a short visit to the realm of the true paranormal. Hey guys, Leo Rizzuti here. Welcome to another episode of True Paranormal, the podcast. This episode, we are continuing with our conversation with Dalton Jones of Southern Souls Paranormal. And if you listened to part one, and I have to believe that all of you guys did, uh, we were just stepping off of talking about the house that they were doing an investigation in that had possible demonic activity in it. Uh, it's a very, very interesting conversation. And if you haven't listened to it, definitely check that out. Uh, it was an absolutely fascinating talk that we had with Dalton. But after finishing up that part of the conversation, we jump right into a couple of different things that Dalton is getting into these days and that his guys are participating in. Uh, we also talked about some promotional stuff that he's doing with Southern Souls Paranormal. We talked about a couple of theories that Dalton has that he's working on, actually, that fascinated me in regards to hauntings and experiences and how that might cause physiological and neurological and chemical and even electromagnetic changes in folks and how maybe that could be measurable at some point. So definitely an interesting conversation with there. But to kick off this part of the conversation, we went into a subject that's really kind of a hot button thing these days for some strange reason, and that is haunted dolls. And the reason we went into haunted dolls is Dalton just happens to own a haunted doll. And when I say this thing is uh, kind of freaky and scary, you have no idea until you've seen it. It's not like the movie Annabelle where the thing supposedly looks scary. This is a Shirley Temple doll, I believe. And it looks kind of cute until you look at the eyes. And I will tell you, the eyes of this doll are some of the most disturbing things I've ever seen. I told that to Dalton. He kind of agreed with me. And he doesn't really know what to do with it. So we talked a little bit about that. And we talked about a contest that he is doing with Southern Souls Paranormal that you guys can participate in and maybe win some free stuff. So check out this entire conversation. We're going to go through a lot of things and we're going to go through the information fast. And it's going to be a great ride, guys, I promise. So, without any further ado, let's join the conversation between me and Dalton in progress. But if you wanted to go into the, the haunted doll, I know you, um, you, and I'll let you obviously explain everything about it, but I know you posted a video, uh, I think it was a long one, it was like a three-hour live video. Yeah, it was, a, it was about three three and a half hours or four hours uh yeah, it was, I know it, it, was it, it was longer than i could stay awake for let's put it yeah. that way and you know i'm sitting there i'm like man i really want to go to bed i really want to go to bed but you know there's there's you know 
20 or 30 people sitting there watching them. I don't want to make these people mad. They're going to be upset. I was sitting there. I'm like, and we're getting a little bit of activity. I'm like, and I'll just let it go. So anyway, one hour turns into two hours. Two hours turns into four hours. And I'm like, I need to go to bed. I go in here to put the camera up. Do I? Did you get any activity on that on that video? Because, like I said, I watched maybe forty five minutes of it, and I just kept falling asleep because I was. It was just. It's been a long week. Yeah. <laughs> um. No, it, that, that's the one thing that I was concerned about was people was going to think it was kind of boring because there was no talking, there was no actual investigation. Um. Whenever I was actually on the phone with the person that gave me the doll, mm-hmm. and. Whenever I was talking to her, I said, I'm getting activity right now. I got to go. And immediately after I hung up, activity stopped. Um, of, course. I'm like, of course, you're going to freaking do this to me. Of course, you're going to do this to me. And <laughs> I mean, we were get. I was I was getting, I think it was a, a 9.8 on the millimeter. And I had the millimeter sitting right beside the doll. Mm-hmm. Like, right. I saw that. And I mean, I'm sitting there thinking, why are you not going to do this? Um, I think I may have had two, one or it was either one or two spikes throughout the entire time on the millimeter. And it was small spikes. Like, uh, mm-hmm. I think it was, a, I think the highest it went was 0.3. Um, uh, but we did, I, I put the, uh, triboelectric field meter by it. Uh, and that got a little bit of activity. And then I put, mm-hmm. uh, the, uh, thermoscope next to it. And that got some changes as well. And, uh, I noticed that whenever I put the Bible up there, um, activity would die down um, interesting because w- w- what had happened was i put the bible up there nothing was really going on and i'm like well i'm gonna connect a, a speaker to my oculus because my the my other phone couldn't really pick it up that well so i'm like well you know i'm trying to focus in on the doll but if i focus in on the oculus the doll's gonna get blurry so i'm like well i'll hook up a speaker um so I hooked up the speaker and it didn't do anything. I mean, it was the activity was still, you know, pretty much dead. And I go in there and I'm like, okay, I'm going to take the Bible, take the Bible down. I get back in, uh, as, as I'm walking out the door, I see the, I think it was the electroscope. No, it was a, tri- it was either the electroscope or the triboelectric field, or it was either the thermoscope or the electroscope, um, that, you know, it, it, it showed. No, it, it was the it was a thermoscope because it was blue. Um, it showed that the temperature had changed. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, as soon as I I hadn't even opened the door yet, and I'm I have my hand on the doorknob and I'm about to open it, and I see that happen, and I'm just like, okay, I'm gonna go ahead and get out of here and go back to my computer, um, which was you know in in three rooms away, so that way if I made any noise, it wouldn't be captured on you know video or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. So. I did that, and after I left the room, that's when things started, you know, really picking up. Um, it would it would say a lot of stuff related to the investigation that I did from, you know, this where I got this doll, and then the lady I did an investigation from, her friend was murdered um, about two or three weeks ago, and it was also talking about how, see, this guy was shot in the face. Um, and it, it, it said shot several times and I think it said head, I think twice. And it also said some stuff that related to, to that and to the investigation. Um, uh, and then I, I, about an hour, no, it was about two or 
two and a half hours I go in, I put the Bible back up, activity stops. Or it slows down a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I take it about 30 minutes later, activity picks up again. Now, keep in mind, this doll is in the room that I sleep in. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're far braver than I am. I would not do that. Well, see, I've got I've got several haunted items up there. <laughs> I've got several. I've got. Yeah, but uh, I, uh, I I'm particularly freaked out by dolls. So. Oh, oh, I am too. I am too, and that's what that's what people are like. You're scared of dolls? Well, yeah, you've got one in your room, and I'm like, well, I'm attached to this, so I like it. Um, <laughs> although it does scare me sometimes because I mean it. Its eyes are, and, and you actually said this, and I agree with you. Its eyes are realistic they they my, my wife i showed the pictures that you sent me i showed them to my wife and she said oh it just looks like old-fashioned glass doll eyes but i i've never seen eyes that look like this doll's eyes they look literally like living eyes yes I've they just, do yeah and uh here, here's the thing this doll is 40 plus years old and you know She's only got one flaw with her, and that's she's missing an eyelash on her right eye. That's mm-hmm. it. No stains on her clothing, no scratches on the porcelain. Uh, you know the the wig or whatever. Her hair is, you know, I, I guess is actually woven into um, the the doll's head. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I haven't really looked, and I don't really care to look because I don't like touching it. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, it, 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 but before we get into the background of the doll, I was just I just had one thought. The video that you have, do you have that as a raw video too? Because it'd be interesting to maybe speed that up and compress the time down to just a few minutes and see if you catch any movement or anything. Have you thought about doing that? Um, actually, no, uh, I, I haven't. But uh, I'm pretty sure that I can I can do that and I can put it in a. I can I can speed it up down to where it's uh I can get it to about two minutes long or three minutes long, um, mm-hmm. where it's four hours I can I can get that down to about two or three minutes. Um, I would I would just be curious to see if you caught anything there because that like you were talking about in the house where the picture was moving but you wouldn't notice it if you just were looking at it. Yes. That there might be something happening there that you can't see if you're just watching a three plus hour long video but if you can press it down you can see something happening here's the thing about six or seven people commented that they seen that 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 they noticed that the doll's hand was moving Mm -hmm. um and they also stated that it looks like she's winking and also that her smile is changing um i I remember seeing something about somebody saying that looked like her smile was changing because somebody else had a uh a comment that uh that there was maybe that like it was an optical illusion or something like that, but yeah. Um, now I mean that that's a possibility. I mean, yeah, I mean of, of course possible. it is. You see movement always blamed on optical illusion because that's probably what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Yeah, and if you look at something for so long, you're obviously going to think, okay, well that's it's changing. I mean that's just like if you stare at a doorknob, you know, for for so long, you're going to buy. Oh my goodness, it's turning. When in fact it, it ain't turning. It's just right. It's, it's just sitting there doing its thing. Um, but I mean, it, it's always a possibility that yeah, the dog could have been moving. Um, and 
You know, I'm glad you brought that up because I'll probably do that here in the next few days, and I might do yeah, it I'd, after the interview. Yeah, I'd, I'd I'd be really interested to see if you if you did that if you there was anything to be caught using using that method. So. Yeah, and yeah, you know, like I said, I'm glad you brought that up because I'm I'm going to do that now. Well, um, I, I have I have like one good idea a week, and so that was it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, but let's let's go. Tell me tell me about the history of this doll because I know it is it's a creepy looking doll. But to me, a lot of dolls look creepy. So yeah. you know, yeah. I'm not the best judge of that. But this is particularly creepy looking. Yeah. What, how did you come about getting this doll? What's the history behind it? Okay, well, I'm I'm gonna start off uh, when the the second owner because I'm pretty sure the original owner's probably dead now because. Um, the, the second owner, the lady that I got it from, said that, if I'm not mistaken, she was an older lady, uh, the one that she bought it from. Mm -hmm. um, and she bought it at a yard sale for $1. Now, this doll was made in the 70s. This doll is 40-plus years old. Um, you, say, you say that like that's really old. I mean, some of us were born in the 70s, so... <laughs> My mother was born in 75, so I hope she ain't listening. Oh, good Lord. I'm older than your mom. That's scary. <laughs> uh, I'm saying like for a doll. That's old. right. Exactly. And, and it is in good shape. You know, I mean, that's just like that's just like buying a, a, a carton of milk. You know, if it's a week out of day, it's old. Exactly. I mean, but I mean, it, like I said, it's in, it's in great condition. And so what had happened was that she actually looked up how much this doll's worth and it's worth about eighty dollars whenever she got it now now it's probably worth probably maybe eighty five ninety i mean mm -hmm. you know, I, I don't exactly know when she got it but she said that she did not like it she did not want it in her house anymore so i'm like i'll take it so i got it from her and uh i've kind of showboated it a little bit kind of shown it off mm -hmm. um, and you and this was from an investigation you got this from yes um, actually in Florence, and this is, I got this doll, the investigation previous to the demonic investigation. Okay. Um, so, um, it, it, it gets pretty weird. Um, after I get this doll, about three or four days after I have it, activity around it picks up. I noticed that I would see things, and I had actually, uh, about two, two weeks after I had the doll, because the next week, after that investigation, I did the demonic investigation. Four or five days after that demonic investigation, and th this probably has nothing to do with that doll, so I just want to say this. I've seen the same apparition of the Klansman in my own home. Really? And, and it did the exact same thing it did the first time, except it only picked its head around the corner once and not twice. Um, so I, I did see it again. Um, that's weird. That 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 scared me because, you know, I'm all cool. I'm all cool with seeing apparitions, but whenever it comes from a demonic investigation, I'm like, um, go on, go, yeah, or not go. <laughs> I didn't invite yeah. you to this party. I mean, go away. I mean, you know, that's just something that I'm like, no, just no. Okay, you're creepy. Go, but you know, this doll, I had noticed that. Whenever I would drive, um, you know, I, I've driven late at night before and, you know, I've had, you know, what's called highway hypnosis um, where, you know, you see this stuff and, you know, it, it 
it, it's not it's not a good thing. I've had it before, and but it's never affected me as bad as it did when I had this doll. Um, was was it in the car with you? Yes, was it in the vehicle with me? And I had to drive. I think it was about two hundred miles to get back to my house. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I drove two hundred miles in the dark with this doll. Um, and I seen so many different things. Um, at one point, um, I seen about ten or fifteen people on the side of the road, just lined up on the side of the road. Whenever I got about fifty feet away from them, they weren't there. Um, and then I seen what looked like everybody's seen a bale of hay, um, but I don't think they've seen one that weighs about. I think that I think the it's about ten or twelve feet tall. They've got some that's that big. Um, and it looked like this thing was in the middle of the road. Um, so I'm sitting there, I'm about a hundred yards away from it. I'm slamming on my brakes because I think there's a freaking bell of hay in the road. Uh-huh. I, I slowly ease on, I'm going about 15 miles an hour and I'm like, there ain't nothing there. Okay. So then I'm like, okay, focus, focus, focus. What I do then is I, I focus on the line in the road, uh, that separates the lanes focus it on that so that way you know that, that that actually helped me a lot and probably is what got me home alive mm-hmm. um, and, and that's what i do whenever some idiots want to bright light me i just look at the line on the road i had i had carried the doll with me back to florence um and now i live in northport alabama which is in tuscaloosa mm-hmm. um, but i carried it back to florence and this is uh the week before halloween and what I'm doing is I'm an actor at this haunted attraction, and believe it or not, um, an exorcist. Perfect part. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Originally, I'm an exorcist, and I'm like, good lord, this is this this takes a lot of energy for me. I'm like, I ain't even exercising nobody. I said, <laughs> How do they do this? I'm sitting there screaming at the top of my lungs, reading the Lord's Prayer and speaking in Latin, and I'm like, oh my goodness, how do they do this? And then I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna be a, uh, I'm just gonna be a demon. So then I, I'm, I become a demon, and I, I'm like, you know what demon I want to be? I want to be the demon that's in uh, the first Insidious, the one where uh, I think the, the kid calls him Red Face or something like that, the man with fire on his face. Mm-hmm. So I'm that demon, and this is hilarious. These, this couple walks through. Um, she, she's got a hold of her, her. Uh, her husband or boyfriend's shoulder she's walking right beside him and i'm in a black cloak so they can't see me and it's pitch black we have strobe lights in our room and i I signal whenever i'm ready um and what i'll do is i'll i have a i have a a two by four that i'll bang on the on the wall and it is super loud as soon as i hit that wall strobe lights come on i lift my hood up and expose my face and then in the strobe lights, this thing is just menacing and, uh, you know, <laughs> insidious. I mean, it, <laughs> it, 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 it scared me. <laughs> we had a mirror, in my, we had a mirror in the room and, you know, there were some times I scared myself. Um, <laughs> well, that's I'm not, when you know, you're doing a good job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just turn around. I'll see, see my reflection. I'm like, oh my God, what is that? Oh, it's me. Um, but anyway, I, whenever I scared these people, whenever I hit the wall, she reached up, grabbed her boyfriend's earring and yanked that out of his ear. Oh, oh, uh, 
there was, I mean, I don't, I don't think it ripped his ear. I think it, uh, he's pretty lucky though. Um, they yeah, were, it could have. yeah. And I'm sitting there, they're looking for his earring and I didn't know it at the time because I didn't realize that his earring got, you know, they were sitting there, they turned their flashlights on and, uh, I said, get the hell out of my room. And then the next room is Dr. Dan. And I said, uh, Dr. Dan is my friend. Um, and then I, I, I'm, I have the ability to change my voice and I'd actually, uh, at one point I thought I had completely messed up my, my larynx or my vocal cords. Um, and you know, I, I started to talk like this and that's exactly how the guy next to me talks. There was just, there was this one group was like, were you not just in there? I, I heard, I heard them as they were going through, like, were you not just in there? And see the room that I'm in is a funeral room and, uh, I'm sitting there, I, I'm going crazy. I'm climbing over pews and I'm chasing people through, um, grabbing hold of the, the chandelier and I'm rocking it back and forth. And like I said, I'm climbing over the pews after they get so far, they can't see me, but then I'm climbing over the pews and I jump out in front of them and get them again. And then there's a casket in there as well. I'll open up the casket and I'll slam it. Um, this one guy got pretty lucky because he, whenever, whenever I opened up the casket, he put his hand inside the casket and I didn't see it until he moved it. And I slammed it and he, he had about three inches before his hand was broken. Uh, and there was at one point I slammed the door on it and I broke the door. Um, and it landed on the girl's leg that, uh, was acting with me. And originally it was me and Jessica and Walker in there because originally I was the exorcist. Jessica was the possessed girl and then Walker was the demon. But anyway, what I'm getting at about with the haunt is that I brought that doll with me. Um, mm-hmm. I, I let the actors hold it. Um, it was uh, three nights before Halloween. So I'm going to let y'all hold this. So, so I told him, I said, this is a haunted doll. I said, there's no guarantee what's going to happen to you if you hold it. So about six or seven of them came up, held the doll. And... Uh, just all of them but one came back and said that they had experiences that night either during the haunt or whenever they went home what what kind of experiences i mean especially whenever they went home they were so they were seeing things or they were being attacked they were, they were they were seeing things none of them were attacked um but they were seeing things and i think one of them heard something um now a, a little more information about this doll is that it is a shirley temple doll um and it's that's, such an that's innocent a Shirley, thing. That's Shirley? a Shirley Temple doll? Yeah. That thing looks yeah. evil. I can't imagine Shirley Temple looking like that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, uh, let's see. <laughs> I mean, that's... Ugh. Yeah. Shirley Temple. Okay. Go on. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. <laughs> just... Oh, no. You're good. You're good. Um, You know, I mean, it's just... I mean, you know, it's, it's just a, such a such an innocent you know, thing, but it's not innocent. I mean, well, and that's you know, and that's the way that's the way these things work. Is you know the uh, the famous Annabelle doll. A lot of people think that it looks like the doll in the movie, and it's not. It's oh, it's a raggedy actually, Ann doll. Yeah, it's it's a raggedy Ann doll. It's it's as innocent a doll as you would ever want to see. Yeah, and I mean that the the raggedy Ann doll is less creepy than Shirley Temple doll. Oh, it's it's way less creepy. 
I don't right. I don't have a problem with like the Raggedy Ann dolls and stuff like that. The ones that bother me are the ones like like you have that are well, either the porcelain dolls or the the bigger ones with the eyes that pop open and stuff like that. They just they freak me out. I mean, they're they're just realistic enough that it scares you um, mm-hmm. and, and freaks you out. Um, but I know, and and here recently, this was actually three or four nights ago. Um, I I was on the phone with Jessica, and I went outside to smoke a cigarette. And what I do whenever I go outside is, you know, uh, we have the carport, and then right outside the carport, we have a patio. So I walk between those. Uh, b- between the carport and patio whenever I'm outside talking on the phone or smoking a cigarette or both or whatever. Um, I'm talking to her and I walk I walk on the patio and I turn back around to walk back to the, the back into the carport and I feel something touch my right shoulder. I'm like, what the hell is that? I turn around and I see this black apparition 10 feet away from me. I'm like, oh my God, Jessica. And I immediately turn away and walk back into the freaking thing because that's my first instinct. Um, you know, because on an investigation, you know, you're prepared for this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, whenever, whenever you're, you know, you're not expecting this, it, it, it gets you. And, you know, I, some people might laugh at me and be like, well, you're a paranormal investigator. You should be used to this. Well, there's a difference. I'm prepared for it then. I wasn't prepared for it now right um, exactly exactly and i i can't think of anybody that that wouldn't you know startle and I, i'm not going to say that you know it 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 you know sc- you know scare the piss out of me i mean it, it startled me i didn't mm-hmm. freaking run back in the house and turn all the lights on and lock my door no i went back to the went back to the carport and finished smoking my cigarette and i said jessica you won't believe what just happened now i walked back into the house and by this time, I'm getting emotional for some freaking reason, and I, I'm telling her, I said, this thing is following me. And by this time, she, we've done hung up, and I'm sitting there texting, I'm like, this thing's following me. Um, and then uh, she uh, she sends me a message. She says, and, and of course, we've talked to you about her her gift that she has. Um, and I, I, I told her, I said, or actually, she, she told me, she said, this thing's following you, and it's in your room. She said it's laughing its ass off right now. And I said, Well, is it a male or a female? She says it's a female. She says it's a shapeshifter. It's currently in a female form. Um, and I said, Well, where is it? She says it's in the corner. And then my jaw halfway drops. And then I'm like, Okay, what corner? She says front right. And my jaw hit the ground. And I'm like, That's exactly where the doll is. Because it's sitting mm-hmm. on my dresser, front right corner. Oh, my Lord. So, needless to say, I didn't sleep in my room that night. Actually, no, I did. I did sleep in my room that night. Uh, I watched, uh, I tried to watch some funny videos to get it off my mind because that that's that's something that, that really gets to you then. Yeah. And it's, you know, I, Jessica is is very special. Uh, you know, she she has this ability, and it's, it's a gift to her, but it's also a curse, you know, mm-hmm. and a lot of people play that. And it really mm-hmm. is because she sees, she feels these things that she doesn't want to feel. And, you know, I've been able, I, I want to say um, I'm kind of becoming her in a sense. I'm, I'm being able to do the exact same thing she is, which is not something I typically want because in our last podcast, we discussed that, uh, you know, how 
uh, Lorraine Warren didn't want another, you know, uh, another gifted person during an investigation with her. Right, want, right. I don't want another gifted person with Jessica because cross signals, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I, I'm pretty sure I've learned how to turn it off um, already. Uh, you know, I, of course, it's different for everybody, so mine just m- might be easy. I don't know. I just simply ignore it and don't think about it. But I have noticed that, you know, I'm not going to lie. I, I'd say pretty much 90% of people these days speed at least 10 miles over the or at least seven miles over the limit. Oh, um, at least. Yeah. yeah. This day I was, I was going 10 miles over the limit and uh, I'm on, I'm on the, uh, I'm, I'm going up a hill and then I'm like, I need to slow down. I slow down. No sooner than I get over the hill, there comes a state trooper. This has happened probably six or seven times. And I've been wanting to document it and, and write it down when this happens. And I wrote down two of them, but I forgot I forgot where I put my paper somewhere in my car. I've got it somewhere. I'll have to start writing more stuff down. But I'll write that down of the date and time of day that that happens. Um, because that's that's so weird. Um, and, you know, it, it, it's it's gotten more prominent, I will say. It's it, I mean, I don't. I'm not just randomly going to slow down, mm-hmm. you know, but my suspicion became true that there was a cop on the other side of that hill. And and like I said, this has happened several times. I've passed cops. Uh, there's been a cop on the side of the road, you know, I mean, it, it's, it's happened six or seven times. Huh. Um, so yeah, that's, I've got, I've got, I've got some thoughts on that, but it, that's, that's about a two and a half hour conversation just on yeah. that. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm just maybe I'm just good at sniffing out the cops. It's that's very possible too. Um. <laughs> well, so, uh, so this doll. Um. What are your What are your plans for it? I know. I I thought I had heard at one point you were thinking about getting rid of it. Uh. What What are you planning on doing with it? Well, um. You know, I Jessica originally told me she's like, take a hammer to the sucker and burn it. I said that's <laughs> not gonna work. That, I said, that won't that won't solve it. <laughs> I said, I said, I mean, that's just like, you know, I said you're breaking a vessel. I said, there's yeah. something that oh, you're breaking that vessel, and who's it going to attach to? What's it going to attach to? Well, it might attach to, you know, whatever it wants to, and it might just attach to me. I said, mm-hmm. if you want to do that, go for it. I said because it's going to attach to you and not me. And then, <laughs> and then I'm I'm th- I'm thinking she said. Okay, give me the doll and I'll do it. I said, no, I'm not doing that. Um, no. Because I'm going to be honest, I've kind of gotten attached to it. Um, you know, it's, I like it. But then sometimes I don't. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'm ready to freaking drop kick it halfway across the world and probably kick it back to, actually, I was about to say kick it back to Taiwan, but it's made in America. Um, but, I mean. So you're, I, so you're planning on keeping it then? Well, I'm I'm having mixed feelings about it because I want to keep it, but then again, um, see, we we don't have enough money to fund our investigations and to get more equipment. So what we're doing is, what I plan on doing is auctioning it off. Um, and I mean, we already know that it's you know worth a minimum of eighty dollars. Right. Uh, it's it's already a valuable item. It just in itself. Yeah, and I mean, here's the thing: it's got all the original paperwork with it too. Oh, okay. And the original box. It's all the box. 
the box is a little beat up. I mean, everything on there is still legible. Um, I mean, it, there's there's no like. I mean, the 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 top is a little bit crooked. None of it's ripped. None of the box is ripped. It's just from where something was sitting on top of it. Um, and the box kind of got a little lopsided. But other than that, you know, the box itself is in is in good condition. Mm-hmm. It's got brochure with it. It's got a uh, let's see. Um, it's actually got. Hang on. Um, it's got the uh, original warranty with it as well, which has it, it was never mailed in. Unless this is a carbon copy, uh, I don't think it is. Um, but it's got the. It, I'm thinking that's the warranty. Um, that's the original. Um, hang on, I'm actually about to pull it down. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, it's got the uh, the Shirley Temple toddler doll collection, um, which uh, it's got a serial number on there. Um, it's basically a certificate of authenticity. Um, Got a little uh, brochure um, with it, uh, and then does it does it have instructions for how to handle it if it becomes imbued with the spirit of an entity of Satan? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I no, might need to write something like that. Um, but, uh, it does have uh, the. Uh, I'm only going to say the first name of the original owner, which is Irene. Um, so, Irene H. Um, mm-hmm. is but uh, it's got it's got all that with it. Um, so, it's got all the original paperwork with it, or or most of it. I'm assuming that that's all of it. that's about ten pieces of paper. So, I don't think it sounds. It sounds like if you decide you are actually going to sell it, that you uh, that you have all the all the prominence that. A collector would want outside of even it being a haunted item for yeah. sure you know i've, I've kind of debated i'm like well would it being haunted make it worth anything else yeah well i mean you know there are people who collect haunted items and specifically collect haunted dolls um yeah. so there's you know, that but but they're not normally i don't know how often the dolls themselves are valuable in and of themselves outside of you know them having some kind of paranormal activity associated with them. So that would be interesting to find that out. Yeah. So, so what, what I'm wanting to do is I'm, I'm wanting to auction it off. Um, I'm going to do a live video basically showing the doll and one week, no, 72 hours after that video has been uploaded, um, or, or the live video has ended 72 hours after that, um, the auction will end. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put a reserve on there. So, you know, if people only bid, you know, $75, you know, I'm not going to be like, well, it didn't meet the reserve. Mm-hmm. Keep it. Um, right, exactly. Like, like you said, you've gotten attached to it, too. So, yeah. and, I mean, I hate to be that way, but, I mean, I, I have some worries about it. I, I do. Um, I have worries about selling it. I don't want well, that, somebody... That was- that was going to be my next question was, what do you, I mean, do you feel some kind of responsibility as far as if you're passing on something that might not necessarily be the best thing you can give to somebody? Yeah, I, I have thoughts about that. Um, and, you know, I, I mean, it's, I don't know. 
I want to get rid of it, but then again, I don't. But then again, I need the money so I can get more freaking equipment. Um, and the the shirts, we're not really doing a lot of sales on the shirts. Um, we actually just this is our largest order that we've had uh, since we started selling them, and this is a nine shirt order. Um, and uh, two of them are <laughs> investigators. Um, <laughs> Uh, but, but and you're changing you're changing the logo on your shirt. Is that correct? Or are you changing yeah. the design on your shirts? We're gonna do uh, we're gonna do different graphics. Um, we are uh, we're gonna stop selling the the original shirts that um, we uh, you know the the original shirts that that we well I'm not gonna say the original shirts because those aren't the original. Um, we're gonna stop selling this um, particular uh layout of the shirt we're gonna stop selling that um eventually uh probably um in 2019 um we're gonna go back to uh, well i mean we're not gonna go back to them but we're gonna sell them once more one last time um for people that have wanted one before which is the original southern souls paranormal shirt um and those are probably going to be about 25 dollars a piece um so we're we're got limited sizes on those so we don't have i mean we're not going to order any more the ones we have are all we have uh, so do you you have one for a, a pudgy bald guy is that you have that size uh what size do you wear <laughs> a double x uh, i don't think we have a double x but Dang it. uh i can let's see i can uh i can get you uh one of the ones that that we're going to stop selling because the, the, the ones the, the, the ones that our team members wear uh nobody else is going to be allowed to wear those after the end of this uh at, you know after this order no more of them will be sold um you know they're gonna they're gonna go we're not going to go back to them now occasionally we might you know do uh maybe one more order um and then stop it completely never order them again unless mm -hmm. it's the team members um you know we we're uh we're, we're doing them to where they're customized now or you know we're kind of going to try to test that out we've got two shirts that we're going to customize or actually three um i really hope jessica doesn't listen to this um her birthday is the 23rd so she's she's been telling me she's wanted one with her name on there so not only am i getting her one with her name on there i'm getting her one with uh Somehow or another, I'm going to get her signature, um, and I'm going to have that copied onto the shirt. Um, That'd be nice, like on the shirt sleeve or something like that. It's going to be on the shirt sleeve, and uh, it's going to have a mini version of our logo right next to it. Um, and then on the other sleeve, it's going to have Ghost Girl, which is her, which is what we call her. Um, nice. And then on the back, it's, it's going to say Co-Lead Investigator, Southern Souls Paranormal, and then have our phone number. Um, and stuff and we're uh it, you know you would think that we would have had business cards years ago but no nope, <laughs> we've done good with them so far um i mean I, obviously i actually before before we started i uh i was looking and uh i was looking at our insights on our page and i'm like that gum we are number one in alabama because originally we were, we were, I think I told you last time we were in the top four. Mm -hmm. now one. Um, we have Not. surpassed, we have surpassed the Bama boys, Jonathan Hodges and Benny Reed. 
Really? Um, yes, we have passed them. Um, which they're not active on their page anyway, so I don't really consider that too big of a uh, an, an achievement. Um, right. So uh, let's see. Um, well, that's all. That's that's exciting stuff, man. It's, I'm I'm glad you guys are 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 getting more and more recognition because y'all deserve it. So, um, hey, you, you were talking about uh, you have a, a new series that you're working on. Uh, which one? I don't know. You just said I have a new series I wanted to talk to you about. <laughs> oh, 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 oh! I thought you said series. No, no series. <laughs> you blew my cover. Well, it's too late now. Yeah, we're working on something. Uh, but uh, the theory. Um, so I did about thirty minutes of research last night. So this is not. This is not like, you know, big and freaking you know elaborate. It's about three paragraphs. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and, and and you know, I started off with a question, and then I pretty much ended with a question. Um, I ended up having a question at the end because I'm going to do more research on it, and it's something that I'm going to continue to research because I want to know: is this possible? Um, you know, I really don't know what to call a theory, uh, except I mean, there's already a manifestation theory out there. I'm pretty sure, but that's just what I called this one because I didn't know anything else to name it. So I stole the name temporarily. Um, so basically, like I said, I started off with a question. Um, and that is when you see an apparition or hear something that cannot be explained, does it affect the body? And how can those effects trigger more activity? Or, I'm sorry, and can those effects trigger more activity? Um, I'm actually reading off my computer right now. Um, so does it affect the body and can those effects trigger more activity? Um, well, the research I did. Um, when a situation is real or perceived as threatening or exciting, um, the hypothalamus in the brain signals to the adrenal glands that it's time to produce adrenaline and other stress hormones. Um, so, uh, if you've ever been on a roller coaster, or you know, if you live in Alabama or the South and you've ever been shot at, um, <laughs> you uh, you know what adrenaline feels like because, for instance, you're walking down the road. You're a 12 gauge being fired off at you. Your heart's beating out. You're running. That's your adrenaline. Um, so, anyway, uh, if you've ever rode a roller coaster, you'll notice that before, during, and after um, the ride, uh, your heart will beat a lot faster than it normally would. And that's what the adrenaline does. It's going to make your heart beat faster. You know, as well as making your heart beat faster, an increased heart rate means increased blood pressure. And um, now, your pupil will also dilate, uh, mm-hmm. allowing more light into the eye, meaning that shadows and movement can be more easily seen. Um, now, whenever I first read this and was doing my research on this, I'm like, okay, how is that possible? More light's coming into your eye. And then I'm like, well, can you see shadows more prominently during the day or at night? Well, if it's at night, it's dark. You can't see the shadows. You know, everything's a shadow at, at night, you know. So mm-hmm. the more light you have, the more prominent those shadows are going to be, and the more easy, easily you're going to be able to pick up movement. Um, so um, adrenaline can also alter the body's metabolism. So you know, pretty much if you've been trying to lose 25 pounds, you can pretty much go on an investigation and lose some weight. Uh, yes. And hey, <laughs> Leo, look, I might have another business opportunity. 
we're gonna put G- we're gonna put Jeannie Craig and Weight Watchers out of business. <laughs> scare, um, scare the pounds away. Yeah, pretty much because I mean, you know, the metabolism is a is a big thing when when trying to lose weight. So, you know, who knows? Uh, I don't know how well it'll work. I can tell you right now, I ain't lost any. <laughs> Well, but you but you live in the land of good food, so yeah. the the, the soul <laughs> understandable food. soul food exactly. Um, I can't nobody lose weight living down there. Yeah, good for the soul, bad for the body. Exactly. <laughs> um, so as as most people know, we're actually I wouldn't say most people, but as you know, most you know people you know in the paranormal field, um, they know that the human body gives off. A, a very small electromagnetic field, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. So spirits will, you know, they're attracted to that kind of thing. That's how they get their energy. Um, and the 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 bigger the field, the, the they'll thrive in that. So mm-hmm. now, with with the adrenaline changing the your body, can that change in your body cause change in the electromagnetic electromagnetic field uh, surrounding your body um can that em field fluctuate uh does it rise or does it drop um and can witnessing activity cause more activity now that that last part didn't really make a lot of sense i'm kind of embarrassed no, uh, no, 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 no. I, I, I understand exactly what you're saying. Does it, does it basically, is it a self-perpetuating loop? Yes. If you, so, if you experience so, something, does that experience cause you to be more likely to experience something in the future? And does it cause a physiological response that you can actually yes. measure? Yes. I mean, does, does it change the chemistry in your, in your brain? You know, temporarily, I mean, you know, obviously spirits are able to, whenever they manifest themselves, they change the environment. Can that manifestation change us too? You know, that's, you know, I, I, as far as I know, and I've, I've done, you know, I, I've looked it up. Maybe I didn't search it right, but I, I have not found a theory like this. Um, so, I mean, with the 30 minutes that I spent on this, um, you know, I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy with what I, what I have so far. Um, and I'm going to be doing hours and hours and hours and hours of, of more research on this stuff. And I want to know, I mean, is this possible? Can seeing a spirit manifest or, you know, being touched by spirit or hearing a voice or whatever, can, can that, you know, that, that's obviously going to make your adrenaline go up, but can that make your EM field fluctuate? And if it does, well, that, is that going to cause more activity? Um, because if you notice, it, well, if if I mean I've I know I've noticed, um, and you know, being that you you have done investigations as well, you probably learned that activity it kind of it kind of comes in spurts. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it, it it doesn't just most of the time it doesn't just happen one time once a day. It usually happen, you know, within minutes of each other and then stop for the rest of the day. Um, right. And that's the way it's been with, I'd say, 90 percent of my investigations. And I don't even know how many how many investigations I've done. I like well, count. That's, that's why I tell people that investigations are hours and hours of boredom peppered with 
a few moments of sheer terror. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, you, you get tired, and next thing you know is, holy shit, we got to get out of here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's, I mean... <laughs> I, I, mean I think that... I, I think that you're on the right path there. I think you're on the right track, uh, because simply because, and I'm not an expert by any by any means on this, but I know that the human response for anything is that if you if you do something often enough, that it creates physiological changes in you. Now, whether that is measurable with it with an EMF field is is a is another question but for sure it changes the chemical reactions in your brain if nothing else just because your adrenaline spiking causes your body to seek out that more often so it's going to look for that now that's kind of a double-edged sword that could mean that you are more apt to try to see into things as being paranormal that aren't or it could mean that you're more sensitive to it and that you're more readily accepting of, hey, I've seen this, just because your body's already geared to react to it. Um, mm-hmm. I think the most interesting thing that, that you're talking about, though, is, like you said, is does it create a, a EMF change? Is it something that we can measure? And what I'm thinking is, is if if entities live off of the emf field in part that we generate do they cause the reaction because it gives them a boost in energy if it yeah. does cause a spike in that field and, and you know i i had something on like on the tip of my tongue that that sounded really smart and really genius but now i've done forgot it <laughs> that happens to me on the yeah. hour <laughs> but, Look, just like you, I have one good idea a week, but <laughs> whenever I'm about to say something about it, I forget what it is. Oh, man. So, oh, it'll, it's okay. About a month later, it'll come to me. I'm just, I'm wondering how you could, it, do we have equipment that's sensitive enough to measure the EMF field that, that people generate? Because like you said, it that's a known fact. That's a known thing that we do generate an EMF field. That's what people call their aura. That's what we can see on uh, on certain types of cameras where where you can read this field around you. Mm-hmm. Um, but do we have equipment that can show a spike in that? Well, I mean, it, as, as far as paranormal equipment goes, I mean, no, I, I don't. I don't believe there is anything out there sensitive enough to pick that up. Now, clearly, you know, th- they would have to know one way or another that yes we have an em field so there's something out there that can that that can detect that and that can you know you know that ha- that has the ability to pick that up and you know that's got to be a very sensitive piece of equipment um and it's probably very expensive um and you know i i, I had i had another idea and it's theory another theory that i was kind of thinking about uh which i can't really say it's mine because i haven't I haven't done the research on it to see if it's an already existing theory. Um, and it, it kind of ties in with this one. Um, is what happens to the brain whenever, you know, a manifestation occurs? What happens to each organ? What happens to the nervous system? The, uh, you know, all the systems in the body? Does that 
I mean, the nervous system, you know, in particular, is that going to, how is that going to affect it? I mean, of course, it's going to affect it, but how, to what extent? Mm -hmm. And, you know, it kind of ties in with this one a little bit. And what's the brain activity looking like before, during, and after, you know, this manifestation? And, you know, it's, I'm getting into stuff that's kind of like, way like years down the road for us at least because i don't have the money to fund it um mm-hmm. and i i don't even know where to start to 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 buy a piece of equipment that's sensitive enough to 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 read our field um and you know it's i mean it, it's I, I, don't, I don't know really i mean you know it, it's something that i want to do um but mm-hmm. again we're talking years down the road for us but uh, I, I I looked back and, and read the messages between you and me, and I forgot to mention uh, about, you know, the entity that was in here with me that night. Um, and I'm sorry to go back, but I want oh, to say that because this would, you know, kind of be a little bit of a wow factor for some people that are listening to this. Um, whenever the, the spirit was in the corner with the doll, and I actually sent you a picture of the ovulus uh, in Messenger where it says especially, or it, it said corner especially. Mm-hmm, um, right and it, I, I remember telling you that uh let me see if i can actually read um what i sent just last night i had seen an apparition as i was outside around 3 a.m jessica and i were texting back and forth uh i said something to her uh and seeing seeing this being or entity shook me uh to my core because i mean it really did um she she felt that it was a shapeshifter um mm-hmm. And currently in a female form, like I said earlier. Um, and she also stated that it was dark. So, I, I mean, I, I told her it was dark. So, um, uh, she said it was in the corner. And then I asked what corner. And then she said the front right corner. And that's pretty much when I panicked. And my, my jaw hit the ground. Uh, and I told her, I said, that's where the doll is. Uh, so, um, I then told her, I said, I... I'm going to do a little mini investigation here. I'm going to pull out the ovulus and see what it says. And she says, that's a bad idea. You don't want to do that. You're going to give it more energy. You're going to give it attention. And, you, you know, that's not a good thing. I said, well, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Now, I, I, Jessica, is, Jessica, if she told me not to do something, I would be hard-pressed to do it because she's smart. <laughs> <laughs> she is smart. She is smart. But, see, me and Jessica, we go at it like siblings sometimes. Right. And I mean, you know, anybody who's seen your live videos knows that for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and that it, it's it's so great because, you know, some people be like, we got to delete that video. That's very unprofessional. I'm like, no, leave it up. That is funny. That is that's uncut. That is, you know, that's that's not us acting. That's that's real. This is what mm-hmm. happens a lot. Um, and I want people to see what it's like, you know, for us. You know, no matter what's going on, I mean, if, you know, we we were doing a live video and uh, there is actually, I, I'm pretty sure you've seen the pictures that I shared on Facebook. Um, uh, and I, I told people to meme us, uh, make a meme of us. Um, and we've, we've got several. Um, during an investigation in Trinity, Alabama, there was this dog, it's an older dog, older. I mean, it's what about... 13 or 14 maybe so i mean a pretty pretty old for for a a dog 
Um, and uh, we were on a live video. We had the the laser grid sitting behind us, and there was activity. You know, people were seeing stuff walking past the laser grid, and uh, so me and Jessica. We were like, what was that? Actually, me, Jessica, and Walker was like, what was that? And then Walker stood up, and then he said, oh, that was the dog. And I said, what do you mean that was the dog? And then he said, oh, well, the dog was sneezing and then farted at the same time. <laughs> and the thing is, and the thing is, this dog is still asleep. <laughs> it does not know. It does not know. It has no clue. I mean, it's oblivious to what we're doing. I mean, we've got loud equipment. That dog is sitting there sound asleep. I, I feel so bad for it, but it's so funny at the same time. Oh, God. I mean, th- this dog was, was so sweet, too. I mean, it, it would walk through several times, and it would just look at me. I'd go there, and I'd just pet it. Uh, but, I mean, it was funny. So I actually, I actually made uh, uh, a meme of us, and I, I can send them to you so that way you can put them below uh, – uh, the uh, audio. Yes, um, please. Pretty much, pretty much. That's me and Jessica, um, looking towards the camera. Um, I'm standing up. Jessica's right behind me, and then Walker's in front of me. And Walker's staring right at us. And then it's got the captions that says Dalton says, uh, uh, "Did y'all hear that?" And Jessica says, "Oh yeah." And then Walker says, "That dog just sneezed and farted at the same time." And me and Jessica both say, "Oh." <laughs> then. Uh, there, there's another thing um, that uh, we made, and it's it's a picture of me, and I've got my walkie-talkie on my shoulder, and I'm about to press it to. Uh, it was either to to call on Walker or to call on Jessica. No, it was to call on Jessica because Walker wasn't in there. Um, I mean, it, it was it was to call on Walker because he wasn't in there. Uh, anyway, it's got my hand up there, and I'm sitting there, I'm smiling because I'm looking at Jessica. She she said something, um, and it said, "Spirit knocks over, spirit knocks laser grid over." That's cute. And the photo, the photo goes so perfectly with it. Um, and then uh, Walker's first investigation was in Trinity at that place. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, I, I had met him one time before because it was a good while before I actually got to meet him. Um, because we didn't, we, during, during the, the summertime, we, uh, most investigators don't get a lot of, you know, calls or requests for investigation. And I'm pretty sure that's, you know, for, for every team out there. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, we, we, we still get a couple, maybe two or three during the summer. But then during the winter and the fall and the, uh, during the early spring, I mean, we get calls, you know, you know, just about every other day. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it, 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 it comes to a point to where, okay, we've got to make the decision what do we want to do? Which one of these is going to be worth investigating? And I mean, if we get to a point where we can't do them all, we're going to be like, hey, go to these people. They'll help you. Um, and we'll usually send them to, to teams that, you know, they don't they don't have a lot of recognition, but they're, you know, they're they still they're still pretty good people and know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So right. I'm kind of getting them out too, um, and getting them some more experience because I did not have that. Um, nobody did that to me. Um, but anyway, Walker, he was a, he was a very quiet person. Um, and if he got on here, you know, let's say we've been going on for 
two hours and 10 minutes. Something like uh, that, yep. He, he probably would have said maybe three or four things the whole time. So I, I've, I've always told him, I said, uh, Walker, look, here's the deal. We're doing this live video. We need you to, to at least say a few things. So during this live video, he was talking. He said a few things. And then I put out my digital recorder. And Walker whispers, and there's there's a big thing against whispering on investigations. I said, do not whisper on investigation. I will yell at you. <laughs> <laughs> I might think that's a freaking EVP. Exactly, exactly. It just messes so, you up. So we're, I mean, Walker whispers, and you can barely hear it on the live video. You can just see his mouth moving, like very small movements of his lips. And I was sitting there, I said, Walker, shut the hell up. I and mean, I yell it at him. And so it's it's got a picture of Walker. He's just looking dead at the camera with a with a with a blank expression. Uh, and it's a barely audible whisper. Walker, shut up, I'm hunting ghosts. <laughs> that's that's perfect. That is so you guys. <laughs> yeah. It's so, absolutely perfect. Um and th- there's another one um of uh, a picture of me actually whenever I right after I seen this apparition at the demonic uh investigation in florence and it's got me i'm putting the phone up to my ear i just stood up from the couch and it says at this exact moment he freaked out over a little girl's laugh um, i kind of i kind of regret making that one um because i could have worded it a bit differently because i made these at about two or three a.m so my brain wasn't fully functioning at that time no that's um, that's that's the perfect environment to create memes is yeah. <laughs> it two, two, two to three o'clock in the morning? That's the perfect time. So there's another one. Um, it's it's just me and Jessica playing the Ouija board, and it says, "You know, you know what you were doing, right?" That's it. It's I mean, it's just it's just me looking at Jessica with a very serious look, and it just says, "You know what you are doing, right?" It's like, oh it's, God! It's got, it's got a brief pause, or supposed to, but again, I didn't put the periods three periods or uh the, the the comma for a brief pause but it's supposed to say you know what you were doing right right uh, i was gonna make another i was gonna make another one jessica often refers to me and i'm sure you've heard her say it probably three or four times she calls me zach Bagans jr um yes yes uh, I, I pretty much got pretty cocky this night i'm like um I may be Zach Baggins Jr., but at least I don't send in Jessica in alone. <laughs> or something like that. I, I was poking fun at Zach Baggins. Um, and then another one was going to be, yeah, I look better than Zach Baggins or something something like that, which I'm just sitting there being cocky, just trying to, trying to, uh, you know, whatever. But right. apparently I'm a lot like him, according to Jessica. Oh, well, according to Jessica. <laughs> according to Jessica and according – uh, according to uh, several other people, I'm like, okay, well, first off, I'm not going to send Jessica in or Walker in or anybody else in in an area that they won't go in or they're not comfortable with. Unless right. it's funny. Well, that's what I was going to say. Unless unless there's an opportunity for humor. Yeah. <laughs> because, I mean, I told you last time on our last interview that whenever we were doing this investigation, um, I went outside and I had my walkie with me. Walker and, and, and Jessica were inside. I went outside to go smoke a cigarette and I had the idea. 
Jessica was sitting on the couch. Um, and the mm-hmm. the guy, the, the, the boy um, from this investigation had seen an apparition outside uh, what would be the front door um, through the window. So I'm in all black. My hair's black. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there. I'm in, I'm perfect. I'm in the perfect position to scare her. So what I do is I go up to that door. I get real close. I, well, I don't get really close to the door. I get just, just close enough to where the light doesn't hit me, but it hits me just enough to, for, for it to look like I'm a shadow. Mm-hmm. So what I do, I reach my hand down and I jiggle the doorknob. And at first she doesn't hear me. Then I, I, I tap on the door three times. She still doesn't hear me. Then I just knock on the door three times. She literally jumps off the couch, lands on the floor, and then rolls. And then and then she gets on the walkie, and she says, Dalton, was that you? And so r- right whenever I see her pick up her walkie, I jump off the stairs, run around back, r- run, run back to the back door. And then as I'm getting there, she says, Dalton, was that you? And I give it about three seconds, so it sounds like I've I'm having to pull my walkie off my my uh, my side. I'm like, huh? She's like, I know that. And I said, I said, um, come again. She said, I know what you did. I said, what are you talking about? She said, you just tapped on that door. I said, no, I'm outside smoking a cigarette. Okay, so Walker comes out, and uh, he's like, dude, you will not believe what you just missed. I'm sitting there, I lost it. I, I freaking lost it. It was, and, and, and the thing is, Jessica's shorter than Walker, just by a little bit. So she's mm-hmm. on her toes, poking over his shoulder. She's like, I knew it was you. <laughs> it was just so perfect. It was so perfect. Um, and this is why I love my team so much because we have just the right amount of seriousness and we have the right amount of humor. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I really wish I had a video of this because, you know, it was it. She Jessica can be sassy, and the thing about it is she's short. I mean, yeah, I'm not gonna lie, she intimidates me sometimes because I mean she's super freaking sassy. I mean, she, she intimidates me, and I'm five states away. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, she uh she okay, so she's like, you know what, I'm about to slap you, and I said I wish you would. I, <laughs> I said, good Lord. He said, that wasn't even full force. I'm like, that hurt. (laughs) Did he cry about it? And I said, no. I said, why did you do that? She says, you told me I wouldn't do it. I said, I was joking. (laughs) Oh, my God. Often, we'll we'll get into an argument, and I'll just be like, you're fired. You're off the team. She's like, you know you wouldn't do that. She's like, you'd love me. What would you do without me? I'm like, yeah, 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 you're right. And I'm like, yeah, I'll just, I'll, I'll find somebody else. I'll find some, uh, I'll, I'll find, you know, I, I don't know. I'll find, I don't know. I'll find somebody and I'll, I'll make them cozy. There, there ain't, says, there ain't nobody out there like Jessica. No, ain't there's not. Find anybody to replace her. She, she knows that. She knows that. Cause she, she's like, you ain't, you ain't never going to find anybody else like me. I said, I know, I know. Well, she doesn't say it like that. She says it like in a, in a, in a playful way. Um, but I mean, anytime we get into an argument, you know, we just, it, we just go all out. I mean, we, we, it, it doesn't, it, like, we never legit get mad at each other. Um, mm-hmm. But I mean, it's just, it's so funny watching us argue because 
she the, the the reason why she intimidates me sometimes is because I know she can make me look like a fool. Mm-hmm. Why I try not to argue with her as much on a live video because if she wanted to, she could make me look like a freaking idiot. I'm like, and you can't take that back. Nope, I take it back. <laughs> Because I know, I know. At one point, which I mean, it's fine with me. If she makes me look like an idiot, I mean, it's it doesn't really bother me. I mean, I know she's doing it, you know, just for shits and giggles. And, mm-hmm. you know, I don't have anything against her for it because I've done the same thing to her. So it kind of throws in a little bit of humor um, for the people that's watching because we don't want to be serious all the time. We want to, you know, we want to make some people laugh and you know, kind of loosen up the mood, get the mood, you know, not. Not as, as kind of, you know, you know what I mean. Yeah, no, there's there's so many groups out there that they want to be serious every second of the day, and I'm like, no, just have fun with this, man. If yeah, you I mean, if you're funny and your group is funny, let let that be your personality. I mean, don't don't try to fake like you're you know robots and stuff. Just be yeah. yourself. Don't be ghost adventures. Exactly. The <laughs> uh, deep South Paranormal. I mean that—that's the closest thing I can kind of relate us to is Deep South mm-hmm. Paranormal. Um, mm-hmm. Out of that or uh, TWC, Tennessee Rape Chasers. Um, right. So, you know, those are those are kind of the two shows that I could uh, relate us to. Um, which uh, I know that. You know, now that there's an open spot for another, uh, an, another series like Deep South Paranormal, and uh, so that that leaves uh, Souls of the South open uh, for the taking. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Um, yeah, if you if you ever heard of uh, uh, Song of the South by Alabama, great great song. That that would pretty much be our opening song. Would be Song of the South, being that uh. You know, we might be called Souls of the South, so I don't know. Nice. But, I mean, you know, if all right, look, if anybody steals that name, I will come for you. <laughs> I will haunt you. Okay, I ain't joking. And you know how? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I know how. You just wait, and believe me, believe me. If Jessica goes before I do, oh, you're in for it. <laughs> believe me. Oh, so Dude. so what what do you, what do you guys have in the works coming up other than other than continuing on with the Demon House, which is like you said, is going to be a long term project. Yes, you guys, y'all have I, going on. We're looking at probably four or five months for that. Um, mm-hmm. Well, some some things that you know that we're working on right now. Um, some of it I'm not really going to announce yet, um, but uh, some of it I will. Particularly me, I am going to be developing some equipment out there for some some people that you know can't really afford you know the high dollar stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. you know the some of the equipment out there is is pretty expensive. I mean, you know the the rim pod, all that really is is you know uh, uh, it's a it's basically a, a breadboard project. Um, put into, in all reality, uh, a piece of PVC pipe, mm-hmm. all, and, and and an antenna, and you know, six lights, um, a temperature light, center light, and the four lights on the outside. Um, mm-hmm. 
you know, I could probably actually build one of those for about fifty dollars and sell it for maybe eighty. Um, because That's I'm not really to the two to three hundred that people spend on them. Yeah, uh, for a uh, for a REM pod, it's a hundred and sixty-eight dollars, I think, one hundred fifty-eight. That's actually a low price. I've se- I've seen them up close to three hundred dollars. Yes, yes, that is a low price. Um, uh, I've actually uh, we're actually looking at some new equipment right now, and I'm act- I'm I'm really glad I brought this up because some of the equipment is uh is pretty interesting. Um, let's see, um. There it is. Um, I actually made a document and I, I took, I copied the pictures and put them in so I knew exactly what it was that we were looking at. Um, so one of the pieces of equipment that I've been wanting to get for the longest time um, is a paranormal puck. Um, and essentially what that is, is uh, it, it's got all these different sensors in there. It reads barometric pressure, humidity. Uh, it's got a, a, a Lux meter in there which uh it measures the the lighting basically mm-hmm. you know what i mean um mm-hmm. uh, let's see what else does it have in there um got a bunch of different uh bunch of different uh bells and whistles in there you can use it for communication or you can use it strictly for for uh you know environmental changes right. um so they're used when on you know, uh, you know people one of the criticisms that I hear from folks is that, you know, a lot of the equipment that's used in investigations, they're like, well, this doesn't make any sense. How does this tie into the paranormal? And like you said, let's take the example of barometric pressure. There's nothing saying that barometric pressure is influenced by the paranormal, but what you want to do is you want to try to take as many readings on as many levels as possible so that you can find a correlation to it. Because yes. if 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 every time barometric pressure is low, you start seeing activity. Okay, there's a trigger. That that's something we can look at. Okay, now we know if if pressure is going to be low, we need to investigate now because we're more likely to get activity. Yeah. And, and, and again, that that's going to go back to a theory. I mean, that had to have come from a theory at one point, and it's yeah. probably it's still a theory. And mm-hmm. look, they got equipment, you know, that was built for that theory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna. I don't know how because I'm not a big tech guy. I don't know how to build. You know, build a. I mean, I know how to. I know how to build stuff with wood, nails. I know how to build a shooting house. I don't know how to build a. a you know, a, a stuff. Now, however, however, one of my pieces of equipment did break, um, which was the thermoscope, and what that is is it's a. Uh, it's a device built by Paranologies, and what it is is it's two little these antennas that poke out the sides. It's got uh, a thermometer in the center. It's like a it's like a little chip. It's got two wires connected to the the thermometer that run on either side, and it's got uh, blue and it's got red. Red for hot, blue for cold. Uh, the blue side, uh, the wire broke. So I'm starting to think, well, how can I fix this? This is a, a about a $60, 60 dollars piece of equipment. How can I fix this? Well, so I'm sitting there thinking, well, how am I going to reattach that? Because I, the, there's a little clip, a little clamp that gets mashed down by, uh, a, by 
you know, probably needle nose pliers that mashes it down and holds the wires in. Well, mm-hmm. I can't do that because it's so small. I'll probably end up ripping the thermometer off and it won't, it'll be useless. So I'm like, well, I'll strip the wire just far enough and I'll see what I can do. So first what I do is I turn it on and I make sure that, okay, does the battery have juice? Okay. Check. So then I touch the wire to the thing and I make sure that it's going to work and it does. Um, so what I do then is I take a bread tie, the ties that you get on a bread bag, the ones that are covered in paper. I strip mm-hmm. it. I take all the plastic and paper off of it and I take it down to the wire, the bare wire. And I take the wires from the thermoscope uh, and I wrap, uh, I, I, I tie them up and I wrap this wire around those wires and I connect that wire to the to the thermometer thingy and bam and I put electrical tape on there so I don't sound smart whenever I'm doing this because I don't know what any of that crap called but I, <laughs> apparently I knew what I was doing because I got it to work so, you know and that, that's that's just like I, I was watching uh, uh, this thing on Facebook called but it helps uh, and I highly recommend any of y'all to watch it um, this guy is hilarious and I couldn't help, but I, I couldn't help but think of, of of this guy and his videos whenever I was making this because I'm like I don't know what any of this stuff is called, but it would help. Um, <laughs> so that, that's like one thing that he that he uh, you know it's something he says a lot. And what what he does is we're getting off paranormal, but you know, it's it's so funny. I really Leo, I hope you watch this after after our interview because it's funny. But I mean this I'm- guy he. He's crazy. Um, um, another thing that you know we're gonna get is some hour lighting, uh, hour lighting and uh, full spectrum, and mm-hmm. uh, all uh, uh, red lights. Um, now, red lights. You you probably know, but some other people don't. Um, the red light or the uh, basically it's a light that you cannot see on mm-hmm. uh, infrared or full spectrum. Actually, I think you can see it on full spectrum. I, I know you. Can, I know you can't see it on infrared. Right. I, um, I, I think you can on full spectrum. I think yeah, you're right on that. I, I'm thinking so too because I don't know. Full spectrum is weird. It's 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 strange because if you hold up a if you if you have a regular flashlight, an LED flashlight, um, because in infrared, either everything's going to be a shade of green or it's going to be black and white. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you shine a LED light on you know something and you're using the infrared mode on your camera it's still gonna be black and white but if you do it in full spectrum it's gonna it's actually gonna show color uh whereas full spectrum is generally purple and pink um you know you're actually gonna be able to see shades of blue shades of uh green and red and uh white stuff like that so um that that that's kind of i didn't notice that until here recently um but anyway, we're going to be getting some more lights um, mm-hmm. to uh, uh, because we've never really upgraded our cameras, um, but we're going to now. Um, we're going to get complete, probably completely different cameras. Um, so I've been using. Do what? Go, go ahead. Go ahead. No, it's, it's fine. I was just saying, how how old are your cameras then? Are they because uh, you've been investigating for? For a few years, are they are they your original cameras, or have you picked up some during the during this time? They are original. 
Because um, the technology <laughs> jump is going to be incredible. Yes. Um, so that's something we're looking at. However, cameras are more expensive than some of the other equipment we've got. You know, it, one of the best cameras that you can get uh, for the best price is going to be a Sony Handycam, which those usually run about five or six hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, and those are really good, but they're so expensive. Um, so, I mean, we're have, you ever, have you thought about using? Um, I'm, I'm sure you probably have, but have you thought about using uh, GoPros during your investigations? With like a not necessarily a live feed, but but you can you can do a live download onto a cloud, and that way you get you get a point of view through the whole investigation. Um. Yeah, we uh, actually <laughs> bought um what was supposed to be a GoPro. They didn't send me a GoPro. See, <laughs> and, 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 see now now I have it all out for Wish right now because I already knew Wish was like you know. Full of shit. Um, yeah. Because I one time I looked up the price of a PSB seven on there and it said one hundred and twenty dollars. But then I go back to uh, uh, any of the other carriers such as uh, GhostHuntersEquipment.com or uh, yeah, GhostStop, GhostHuntersEquipment. Um, let's see. Uh, there's one good one that I've that I've always liked and it's from Florida. Uh, St. Augustine, Ghost Augustine is. Uh, a, a good site to use and they do uh discounts and stuff all the time so that's one of the things that I, one of the sites that i like to use um and they, and they don't and they don't they don't pay us by the way to say that although they could if they wanted to so yeah it would be nice if they did <laughs> i mean even if it's five dollars that's five more dollars than i've got that's a pack of cigarettes right there there you go <laughs> that that would keep me happy for about a day um but uh we're we're gonna be getting some more carrying cases. Um now one one of the recent things I've picked up is is a vest. Um and it, it actually looks like the same vest that Aaron Goodwin uh wore in season one of Ghost Adventures. Mm-hmm. Um it's the gray vest. Jessica always made fun of me when I wore it because I, she she either said I looked like a nerd or I looked like an old man about to go fishing. She said all I needed was my hat with the fishing uh with the with the hooks in it. Well, now I know what I'm going to get you for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> the hat. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, so uh, we're also looking at a. Uh, I'm looking at a. Uh, uh, it's called the Paraforce. It's a ghost box. It's fairly new. It's been out for about I think five or six months. So it, it's still pretty new. Um, it again, it's Paraforce ghost box. Uh, and what it is is it's a touchscreen controlled. Uh, it's basically a touchscreen PSB7, um, uh, but it's got 12 different scanning speeds. Um, you scan forward and reverse. Uh, it's got a built-in Faraday uh, bag in it as well. So. Oh, really? Okay. Um, and, you know, the thing with, I, I see people buying these Faraday bags for PSB7s and PSB11s. I'm like, you know, you, you know, there's an easier fix for that, right? I said it'll void your warranty, but if you take care of your equipment, you ain't, there ain't no reason to worry about it. Because I've had my PSB seven for freaking three years, and it's still fine. Mm-hmm. I said, how do you do it? I said, here's what you do: face on the PSB seven, uh, uh, the plastic part up where the screen is. You take a box cutter, and you lift that up, 
It's, it's got adhesive under it. And up under that is three or four screws. You unscrew those, you take the cover off, and then it exposes the motherboard, and then it exposes the screw that holds in the antenna. Take that screw out that holds the antenna in, take the antenna out, put the screw back in, close it up, there you go. No no need for a Faraday cage, for a Faraday bag. And it took yep. five, takes five minutes, max. I mean, I, I did mine in about three. Um, and then uh, another thing we're going to get is the 360 periscope, um, which most people already know what that is. It's basically the a tribal electric meter, but it's got, uh, I think that's uh, 12 uh, different uh, angles on there. Uh, and it's in a, what, whatever. If you, I can't explain it. If you look it up, you'll see what I'm talking about. For those people well, that, the- the the name of it kind of describes exactly what it yeah. what it is. It it gives you a, an all around look. Yeah, and, and and basically what it is is it's a uh, it picks up the EM fields and you know it shows you which direction they're coming from. Um, mm-hmm. Right, three sixty. So you know anywhere around it is going to show. Um, so if which, it's walking around it, um, it's going to show. Right, uh, which which I think I think that's a great. Uh, a great add-on that they've done with that because not only because normally in the past you've just you've had something that says yes there's something happening but you don't know where exactly yeah and this this actually right. will pinpoint it's in here and if it moves just like a sensor uh, a motion sensor with an alarm system uh it's yeah. got little boxes in it and it reads if something's moving around this reads and it'll tell you where it's going what direction it's going and how fast basically now, you know, let, let, let me tell you a little bit about, you know, some of this stuff. Okay, the smallest item, actually, that, actually the smallest item, um, it's uh, about the third smallest item, is the Paranormal Puck. Uh, now, it is the Paranormal Puck 2B, which is the newest model. Um, mm-hmm. And that's going to go at $230. Whereas the, the biggest item goes for uh, $160. Um, but, uh, I've got some stuff I've been wanting to test out. Uh, now as far as paranologies goes, I'm not a big fan of the design of things mm-hmm. because it just, it, it, it kind of reminds me of steampunk stuff and I don't, that's not something I'm a fan of. Right. Uh, right. It's just weird, but Hey, if it catches ghosts and Hey. It's yeah, that, that's that's just their their aesthetic. That's what they're they think yeah. that look is is going to it adds something to it, and it's, it it is what it is. Some people are really drawn to that. I'm like you. I'm not necessarily, but yeah, as, like as long as it works, it works. Yeah. So I mean, it, it, I mean, from what what I have from them, I have two items: the the uh, thermoscope and the uh, uh, electroscope. Um, from you know what what I've used, they're pretty well built and they're built to order so there is a little weight on them but still um another thing that i'm looking at getting is called a a paranology's anomaly camera um and what that is is it's two cameras put into put into uh in one basically um on one side it's in the infrared spectrum and on the other side it's in the visible spectrum a visible light spectrum so if you see an anomaly in infrared, you're also going to see that in the visible light spectrum as well. And um, it's the exact and, same camera angle. Exact same camera angle. Um, 
and that's going to run $200. Um, now, I, I have been looking at doing Facebook Live videos, and this was something that I was working on. Um, I, what I did was I hooked up a camera to my computer, um, and I would use it to make videos at night, and I would I would use it to test, you know, you know, whenever I'd make live videos, make sure it still worked, and kind of, you know, make some changes to it, so that way when I did actual live videos during investigations, I knew what I was doing. Now, I go on Facebook, and I hit the live video button. It goes live for 12 seconds. Actually, it goes live for 11 seconds, and then it says unable to, unable to uh, publish your live video. And I'm like, well, okay, well, I didn't hit finish, and second of all, uh, you know, I mean, it's just, so apparently something up with the camera or something, I don't know. But mm, that's that's that, weird. Yeah. So for right now, we're not going to be able to do any uh, live videos in uh, full spectrum or infrared. Um, mm -hmm. And we're going to be able to do it in both, but for some reason now it's not. Um, but we will have the PDA, um, which is, uh, it turns any smartphone, um, basically makes it, uh, uh, full spectrum or infrared, and you can use that to upload to uh, either. Uh, uh, there's a website called Periscope, um, or, or Facebook Live. So, and I mm. pro probably assume YouTube as well. Um, that's I would think so. Then we've got another thing which I've I've really been wanting to get, uh, which is called a phone a phonopod. Um, basically, it's a live listening. Um, uh, device and a lot of people, uh, or a lot of times you hear uh, live. Uh, I can't really think what it's what how they word it. Um, live replay or live listen or something like that. And whenever it comes to EVP recorders, you know, you're not actually hearing that live. You're, mm -hmm. you're having to hit in, stop on the recording, and then go back and listen to it. So right. Right. Really, 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 what they mean by that is you're able to actually go back and listen to it. Um, so, whereas you're not having to take that file, put it on a computer, and then listen to it, you can listen to it on the spot. Whereas the Phonopod, you can actually use this to to hear live right then, right now. I mean, you can stick it in a room. It's got wireless uh, 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 headphones that uh, you can wear. And I think they're about 20 bucks for one pair and get about three or four pairs. So $60, $80 right there. Your whole team can listen in. Um, you can completely leave the house and be outside and have that phone pod sitting in a room and you can all listen in. Um, or you can have somebody in the room asking questions and have three other people listening. Um, uh, also, another thing, which is uh, the triboscope. Um, uh, and the best way I can describe it is it's like that thing on Ghostbusters that they use in the first one whenever they're in that um, uh, the library. Uh, yeah, in the library. Um, that's kind of what it looks like, um, except it doesn't have the wings that open up. Oh, that but that's that's the coolest part is the wings. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. That I said that would be cool, but eh, oh well. Um, you do have a way to record a sound, and whenever it detects uh, uh, detects uh, an EM field, it will make that sound. Um, so make sure you make sure the sound that you make is loud. So I'd probably whistle and 
you know, it would it would use that sound and and you know do that whenever whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Another thing that I'm not entirely sure about, you know, maybe you could, uh, elaborate on this a little bit. Tell me a little bit more about it. Um, which is uh, the paranormal toy box, or other sometimes known as the devil's toy box. Um, it, it's they say that you could trap a spirit in it, but as far as I'm concerned, you can't trap a spirit in something. I mean, no, I mean, you can't, you can't on purpose. I've never seen anything in my experience that would, um, that would be able to actually capture a spirit like, like that, what you're talking about. Yeah. And I mean, see, the description of it is, uh, the devil's toy box has been used to communicate with and trap entities during investigations in the paranormal community. Um, now, this this thing has let's see one two three four five has six mirrors inside mm-hmm. the box. Mm-hmm. It has a microphone. So, I mean, you know, I I don't I don't really understand. You know, well the the theory is that with the mirrors, the theory is you have to buy into the idea that spirits can be captured by mirrors, and that a spirit somehow goes into the box and can't find its way out because of all the mirrors in there. I mean, that's, that's the basic theory. So what they're trying to do is they're basically trying to create a modern, uh, Dybbuk box. Um, the difference difference being is that the Dybbuk box is, uh, the spirit is bound in there by spiritual energy. Whereas this, they're trying to use, a, a more scientific okay we think we think this is how spirits you know cross realms and they're using that but I, I i don't i don't know about that i've just you know that that whole theory is just i don't know if it i think if it was that sensitive i mean if it was that that simple that somebody would have done that a long time ago does that make yeah. sense but I don't know. I, I've I've seen those, and I, but I've never seen anybody that's used it that has come back with um with any kind of a success story on it. Yeah, I mean, I I, I don't know if that's something where actually. I mean, it, it was cool. I'm like, well, I wonder what that does. So, I don't know. Um, another thing we're looking at, we've already got a, a tri-field uh meter, but we're looking at getting a natural meter, um, which picks up the natural, um. EM fields. Um, mm-hmm. so that's going to run about one hundred seventy dollars. Um, another infrared light, uh, a dual mount uh, for our camera system, um, a three sixty laser grid, um, and then also this is this is new. This came out about a month ago. It's called the Flux device. Um, what it is is it, it, it resembles a pyramid. It's got a red light on one side and a green light on the other side, and it's it's kind of similar to um, the yes and no on a Ouija board. Um, pretty much, you can ask any closed-ended question, uh, and it will give you a response either with a red or a green. For instance, a red being no, green being yes. Um, so that's that's a really new device, and uh, it's uh, it's going to run about two hundred dollars. So, right. That, that's just some stuff we're looking into now we are uh you asked earlier um what what are some of our plans um 
Well, we're getting team photos made. Um, mm-hmm. And we're, what we're probably going to do is we're going to do something similar to what uh, uh, I'm, not, I'm not really saying that we're copying the Bama boys because we're not, because we try to be as original as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're going to see if we can find a way to get our faces on our shirts, um, like a, a almost a picture. Um, I want to use one of the pictures from our uh, photo shoot. Um, and we're looking at we're actually going to get a really good discount to whereas it would normally be about three or four hundred dollars. We're going to be end up paying about a hundred. Nice, nice. So we're we're looking at doing it at a abandoned uh, farm, or either that or in an abandoned mansion. Um, well, we can't really go into the mansion, but we can go into the barn. Um, mm-hmm. So we're we're looking at doing some of that uh, in. At the farm, there is a rusted over, uh, what was it? Uh, a Chevelle. It was a, see, it was a, it was a, I'm going to say it was either, it was a black, gray Chevy Chevelle, um, which was, which would look great, uh, with us standing, uh, right behind it. And maybe some of us sitting on top of it or on top of the hood or whatever. Um, so we're looking at doing that. Um, also, we're going to make a sizzle. Um, I'm sure you know what that is. Um, no, actually, I have no idea what that is. Okay. So what a sizzle is, is it's often called a sizzle reel. Um, and country folks call it sizzle reel. Um, <laughs> but, uh. Anyway, what a sizzle reel is, is basically it's about a five-minute video. And this is this is how people get TV shows. This is what the these, these you know, talent searchers are looking for. You know, this is what they're looking at, you know, to determine, hey, this would be pretty good. Why don't we do that? Um, and, you know, that's, that's one of the stories that, uh, Jonathan Hodges and Benny Reed told me about whenever they were making the sizzle reel. Um, you know, that's they were pretty much they they pretty much got the show on the spot. Um, mm-hmm. Now, usually, um, you can get a company to make a sizzle reel for you, and that's going to cost. See, I've talked to David Childers. Surely you know who that is. Yes, absolutely. Yes, yeah, me, David, Jessica, uh, we're friends. We're friends with him. Um, we're let's see. I'm friends. I'm not. I've never really talked to uh, uh, Mike Gonclaves of TWC, but we're all friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jessica is friends with Mike Gonclaves and Doogie, and I'm pretty sure she's talked to both of them. Really? Okay. And uh, which is pretty cool. How many people I'm friends with on Facebook that are. You know, it's it, it's it's pretty crazy. You know, I'm it's uh most of the people are in the film industry. Uh, well, I've even got Zach Bacon's producer on my friends list. Uh, let's see what what's his name? Uh, Dakota Dakota something Dakota. Oh, I can't remember his last name. Oh, for Pete's sake, I'd, I'd have to look it up. Dakota Layden. Okay. Yep, that sounds right. And uh, I also had uh, the the guy from uh, 
what's that movie uh, where that thing's trying to crap? I can't think of it. Goodness, oh my lord! It's a it's a, it's an old movie too, and they did a remake, Jeepers Creepers. Um, that's you know, not an old movie. <laughs> it's not an old movie. You're just young. <laughs> I'm calling myself old because that was born in two, uh, that was 2001. Exactly. I'm like, that's not an old movie. <laughs> I'm sitting there thinking that was made in freaking 1980 or something. I'm sorry uh, to all the people that were born in the 1980s and before then. And before then. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, I'm, I was friends with, uh, and still am with, uh, See Justin Long, um, and he was Derry, um, the the teenage boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm friends with him on Facebook, and you know it, it it's it's pretty cool to be able to to be friends with all these actors and actually converse with them and talk to them, because um, you get you get to learn a lot of stuff. And you know I think you know being able to talk with these people is what's going to be able to get us a show because mm-hmm. we have we 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 get this advice from these people and i mean i've always said you know if we get a show you know that's not going to change us that's not going to change what we do we're still going to do house calls we're still going to be the same people we were before uh you know and just because you have a show doesn't make you rich so no no and and the thing is 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 doing what you're doing now if something happens and you get a show doing what you're doing now is what causes you to get the show. Why would you change that? Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it, it would be good. I mean, of course they're going to pay you now. It's not going to be enough money to buy a freaking mansion. Um, but you know, it'll, it'll still, they'll still give you, you know, a few thousand dollars a, a month. Um, you know, for new equipment to go to locations and stuff like that. So that would, that would really help. Um, now we're also, I'm not also, th- I'm, I'm also thinking about the shirts as well, because we get a TV show, we're going to have a bigger fan base. We're going to have people want to buy t-shirts too. I mean, yeah, no, yeah. it, every, everything goes up from there. So, um, <clears throat> I will say this, um, because I, I recently updated Jessica's, uh, uh, picture and there's actually a hidden message in that picture that i put in there um and there's actually a hidden there's the the one in hers isn't as easy to it is pretty easy to find i'm not going to tell you how to do it um most people probably already know how to do it um you know you really uh, just about any app uh that can edit a photo can do it but as far as mine goes, you have to take certain steps in order in order to see this message. Um, I will say this: the message is is in Latin. Now, um, I was actually I, I may as well go ahead and announce it now. Um, if they find if they can tell me what that message is, like I said, you have to go through several different steps in order in order to to figure out what this message says. Now, is it, like I said, it is in Latin, and I said if you can, pretty much what you have to do is you have to tell me what it says in Latin or, or translate it to English. Now, translating it's not the easy, or not the hard part. I mean, you can use Google Translate for that. I just pretty much if if they can guess that, 
I will literally buy them a PSP seven and send it to them for free. No way. For free. Now there, you have to find uh, the the thingamajiggy, the message in there. I don't even think I ever told Jessica about it. Um, but if if they if they find that message, um, now if I'm not mistaken, I put two in mine. I put one that's in English and I put one that's in Latin. Um, if there is one in English, it's not going to be hard to find. Now the one that's in English, if you find that one. You're not getting a PSP seven. You're not <laughs> that's just that's just something I got bored with and I'm like, yeah, I'll do that. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. I can make a contest out of this. I'm going to uh be like, uh well, uh anyway. Um That's that's cool though. Yeah, and uh I will say you're probably gonna need eyeglasses to find it as well. So if if you are uh if you can't see Get you some binoculars and look, because I mean, it's there. And I'm gonna I'm gonna give one hint. I'm gonna give one hint, one and only one. It's on my face. It is on my face. So well, we're gonna you're gonna get some responses on that. I guarantee you that thing. Yep. Free free PSV seven. You have got to follow these certain steps. I'm not giving you the steps. Play around with it, and I mean it's. It seems hard, but it's easier than you think. It is easier than you think. Um, you know, it's it's just it's it's so it's it, in reality it's so simple. But the thing about it is, people are gonna overthink this so much, and they're gonna be like, "Oh my God, I can't find it" or whatever. It's gonna be so funny. It's gonna be it's it's gonna be you know, I'm gonna be laughing the entire time because. They're going to be flipping out. People are going to think they found it. Uh, well, you didn't find it. Um, because uh, whenever somebody does find it, I will then release, I will then take a screenshot of the step-by-step way to find, you know, to, to find out what this message is and mm-hmm. what it said. I will take a step-by-step screenshot on how to do it, and I will show you in a zoomed-in version of, you know where it is um so and this and this is on your your latest team uh photos yes. your uh, right. it was i'm actually looking at it right now um it was updated november 7th um you can look in our uh, hang on i'm going to okay yeah uh, it was uploaded november 7th um it's the photo that's a picture of my face it's a really good picture um, you can see about three fourths of my face, and I'm pretty much surrounded by darkness, um, and it looks really good. Um, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll put a we'll put a link in the show notes to that yeah. to that photo. Yeah, and it's going to be uh, the font down at the bottom. Kind of reminds me of the Strange uh, Stranger Things font, but it's not. Um, uh, let's see. Sh- shout out to Sean. <laughs> good Lord. I about mispronounce his name. Don't do that. <laughs> How about, okay. Shout out to Sean Sal, who is in uh, Stranger Things and an investor and one of our investigators. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Unfortunately, he hasn't been on investigation yet. Um, 
we're still trying. He's been super busy. Um, well, yeah, I figured. I figured he's probably been a little busy. Like, oh well, he, yeah. I mean, with uh, um, with the Walking Dead and stuff like that, and with uh, you know, uh, I think he, I think he's still in Stranger Things. So, I think they're actually filming another season now. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, it is what I'm thinking. They may already be done with it, or they may not have even started it yet. I don't know. Uh. In all honesty, I don't watch Stranger Things. I've heard it's really good. I just never got a chance to watch it. I've um, I've got it on my list to to watch, but I haven't had a chance to start it yet. I've I've heard a lot of good things about the show though. Um, but uh, yeah, put a put a link to that that picture. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, we're also we're also uh doing some other stuff. Um, at the start of 2019, which is going. To- Pretty much um, giving, uh, I almost want to say give thanks because it's close to Thanksgiving, uh, but giving uh, recognition to uh, the people that served our country, uh, whether it's the military, uh, you know, law enforcement, uh, EMTs, uh, you know, any first responders, anything like that, doctors. um, And what we're going to do is we're going to do, you know, for instance, we're probably going to have about four or five months throughout the year where we're going to do um one of those uh i don't exactly know what we're going to call it yet um but for instance uh, the month that we're doing uh uh law enforcement um say uh we're we're going to try to have either uh, the original person submit a story the person that experienced this or they're going to send us a video of them telling us a story and uh, we'll either post that video on there or if they do it if they actually submit it and type it out i will read it on facebook live and i'll also post the the actual copy of it um in the comments um and basically if they've had an experience while on the job uh we want to hear about it um and that goes for doctors uh like you know er doctors um nurses uh anybody that's in the medical field really um you know that that actually um you know does work for patients um you know i'm not talking about like um goodness i can't i can't even think of but anyway i'm talking about somebody that that is around patients that you know is deals with the death of a patient Mm -hmm. uh, er surgeon or whatever um uh ambulance driver ambulance technician um anesthesiologist uh you know you know whatever right Um, if you have an experience and are in those fields, we want to know about it. Um, and uh, the way I've got my uh, uh, our logo set up is I can actually put any background behind our logo, and it will show through in the circle and in the cross. Um, for instance, I can do the uh, uh, American flag, and it will show up behind our logo, um, where our logo is black is going to stay black, but behind that you will see uh, the American flag. Uh-huh. Um, but for instance, for uh, 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 the week we're doing, or the month we're doing law enforcement, we're going to change our profile picture, and we're going to do the uh, the blue line uh, logo or the American flag with the, with a blue line in it. Um, uh-huh. That uh, Because we're all very supportive of law enforcement. Um, 
we do support law enforcement. Uh, yep. So, uh, let's see. Uh, we've actually done some pretty cool. I, I mean, the there's an app that I use to to do these edits. I've actually got our logo on the moon, um, and it, it looks really good. Um, being that our logo is a circle and the moon is right. also a circle um, or a sphere, if you want to get technical with it, um, you know, it, it, it did really good on the moon. Um, then we've got uh, some other stuff. But anyway, I'm getting off topic there. Um, <laughs> another thing that uh, we're doing is, uh, again, the sizzle reel. Um, then we're probably going to make uh, some short films. Um, and I really haven't talked to uh, anybody else about it. Um, it's I, I'm still kind of debating on whether we want to do it. Um, and pretty much it's going to be you know, just uh, a comedy type thing uh, for us. You know, just something to kind of keep us busy whenever we don't uh, whenever we don't have investigations. And we'll probably we'll probably just do that kind of stuff during the summer whenever you know our investigations are are limited and we don't have that much business coming through. We'll probably do right. that stuff. You know, in that keep, time, um, keep you guys from getting in trouble. <laughs> yeah, um, and uh, we're also going to expose a lot of uh, a lot of fakers out there, um, and we're also probably going to show how they do it. Um, I, I and, like that. I I like as much as as much as we need to be supportive of everybody in the community. If somebody's doing something that that they shouldn't be doing. We need to point that out because that blows back on everybody whenever they're eventually found out. And I mean, that's just like there was one TV show that uh, it's no longer aired. It's been taken down. Um, they they uh, so EM equipment is very sensitive to uh, radio waves. Um, and mm-hmm. what I mean by that is uh, whenever you use a walkie talkie. Um, and you know, I've noticed this, and it's kind of got me a few times because I'll, I've noticed that whenever I'm hitting the call button and I'm trying to talk to Jessica, um, or actually, no, whenever she hits the call button, is trying to talk to me, and, and she's coming through. And for instance, if I'm holding the mail meter or I'm near the REM pod, they're gonna give readings. Um, mm-hmm. That's how they fake that stuff. Um, and the K2 meter is so easy to fake. I mean, it's a baby could do it. I mean. A small child could fake evidence with a K2. It is so simple to do. Um, uh, also, um, another way some people uh, will fake evidence is with with the millimeter in particular is they'll you know they'll cut they'll, they'll do uh, visual cuts to where of course there's a split second where the screen goes black. Uh, that's just scenes basically. Um, mm-hmm. where they're changing scenes or whatever they're going from for instance uh, we're going to say uh, Zach, Zach Baggins and Aaron Goodwin say Aaron is holding the uh, mail meter and it cuts to Zach meanwhile while Zach's talking the camera's on Zach Aaron's sitting there shaking the mail meter around generating an electromagnetic field and then it cuts back to Aaron holding the uh, mail meter and it's got a 10.7 on there mm-hmm like um yep. you know and some of this stuff you can't prove but i mean if if they fake if they fake one way they're gonna fake another way too um mm-hmm. 
And that's one thing that I've always been so self-conscious about is I don't want people to think that we're faking stuff because there's there's been, I think, two EVP recordings that I, I question um, uploading because the way I edited them, the way I removed the background noise, and it, it's kind of my fault because this was whenever I this was our my first year, at, right about the end of our first year, um, I used this software called Audacity, which most people probably know about it. Mm-hmm. Um, what I it's did the was, same software I used to edit the podcast. Yes. Um, what what I did was, whenever I heard the EVP, you can highlight things, um, which you know that. You mm-hmm. highlight it, go in, and do. Uh, you can take out the background noise. You get a, a thing that's called getting a noise profile or something like that. Um, anyway, it scans it. You What you do is you take a clip that has nothing but background noise in it there's no one talking it's just silence uh, except for the background noise you highlight that get that noise profile and then apply that noise profile to for instance the evp and it's going to take out all that background noise so Mm -hmm. and really what it sounds like is i've taken one audio clip and attached it to another audio clip so it pretty much sounds like i've taken an evp from a previous investigation and attached it to uh you know another audio clip which was which was not true um which i had full intentions of actually deleting it going back and re-editing it um to where you know the whole thing is you know sounds the same um i mean because i don't want people thinking that you know we fake evidence and that's mm-hmm. part of why we do live videos so often um because you can't fake stuff in a live video no, I mean, you, I, I guess you could, but it would be way so, more difficult. It, yeah, it would be more difficult. Um, but, I mean, that's why we're all on camera 90% of the time. We're all usually sitting down. Um, mm-hmm. you know, we usually have it to where all, our hands are shown. Um, you know, that's not a big rule for us. I just try to – I try to make it to where people are like, okay, he doesn't have anything in his hand, does he? Okay, so, I mean, I, I try right. to keep the, the questionable stuff to a minimum. Um, well, because if, if somebody's if somebody's going to be a skeptic to the point where, and this is frustrating to me, fake. where everything is fake, you're not going to convince them no matter what. But what yeah. you're trying to do is you're trying to make it as bulletproof as possible. Yeah, and, and and people need to understand that you know whenever we're whenever we're doing these investigations, of course, if if we're not getting any activity, um, you know, there's kind of everybody needs to be on edge because if surely you've noticed and a lot of people a lot of other people have noticed that whenever you're on edge activity seems to pick up mm-hmm. so oh yeah what i will do what i will do is i will scare the crap out of jessica or scare the crap out of walker or whoever is <laughs> on the investigation if we're not getting evidence i'm gonna at least make the not i'm gonna at least you know make good with the time i got i'm gonna at least make yeah. it funny and yeah entertain- exactly I mean, people are going to be watching something that nothing's going on. I mean, at least give them a laugh. Give them a little song and dance. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you ever saw the picture I put on my personal page. It was uh, Scooby-Doo. And uh, I edited our faces in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, Yeah, because Jessica was mad. She she angry reacted to it. She got mad. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's so funny though it, but look 
I, I did it to everybody's. I, I did it based on everybody's personality. Yep. Um, you know, of course, Fred would be the pretty much the lead investigator. Uh, uh, who is it? Who's the one that wears the pink or the purple? That uh, Daphne. Daphne. Yeah, Daphne would be the co-leader. Yeah. Uh, Walker. Walker is. He's like a, a big, um, like he's he's all about facts and stuff like that, kind of like Thelma. Um, mm-hmm. And then uh, Bo, I kind of compared him to Scooby Doo because yep. of the way he talks. And I'm not making fun of Bo. I mean, the way he talks is just it's perfect. I mean, it's 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 hilarious because some of the stuff he says is not funny, but the way he says it is is funny. Exactly. And sometimes I'm like, I hope he doesn't think I'm making fun of him. I'm like, because I really don't. I'm really not. It's just he is so southern, and it's just an accent that you know, it's 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 just I, I can't I can't describe it without you actually hearing it. Um, I'm gonna try to get him on the show one night. We we got to get him on the show at least at least a little bit. Yeah, I mean at, at least for ten minutes. I mean. He he's he's hilarious. I mean, I mean he. Well, they're they're all my team members are pretty freaking funny. Um, and then uh, whenever I first met, um, whenever I first met Sean, he was he was like he he was like yeah dude yeah, or you know that's that's awesome man. <laughs> so, so of course he's shaggy. Yeah, and it his hair at the time was longer because he had to have it he had to have it long for his role that he was playing mm-hmm. right so he looked like shaggy so i'm like this is perfect so i mean in, in all reality we are the real life scooby-doo there you um, go um, except we don't have a dog um uh, do you have a van was, <laughs> yeah do what do you have a van no uh, Jessica has a has a Tahoe, but I, I guess that's close enough. And I have a I have an Equinox, which I'm probably gonna get rid of and get something else. Um, I wouldn't mind having a fastback. A fastback would be nice. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, but you know, can't always get what you wish for. No, well, not not short term. Long term, you can. Yeah, long term. Um. And uh, I was thinking about something earlier. Um, I, I read something on Facebook. I, I'm not going to call out names or anything. Um, but they were basically, basically what I got from it was that, you know, they had, they had had this dream that they'd been wanting to do for, you know, a long time. And they finally acted on it and then failed immediately. And that kind of made me think about my team. And I'm like, well, see, my dream didn't come true whenever I first started the team because, yeah, you know, it's it's all good and everything that, hey, I've, I've got all this equipment and I've got, you know, these two team members that, you know, help me out. But I didn't really accomplish my dream until Jessica, uh, Sean, Bo, and Walker joined the team. Mm-hmm. That, that was, that's when my dream came true because I had these investigators that, were you know they had the some of the greatest personalities you'll ever see and you know they're all very honest and straightforward 
they know when to be serious and they know when to be funny. And there's just a perfect, you know, it's a, a, a perfect, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, your, your guys' chemistry is perfect. Yes. yes. I mean, you know, anybody that, that watches our videos will, will see that. Um, you know, I mean, it's just, it, I, I can't, I can't really put it to words, but, you know, your dream is not going to come true whenever you first, you know, act on it. I mean, sometimes, I mean, if you're lucky, it will, but I mean, you've got to put forth effort and you've got to put forth, you know, a lot of effort sometimes. And it might take a week, it might take two weeks, it might take 10 years. In our yeah. case, it, it took right around, let's see, right at three years. Because uh, I, I hired them in in April. Actually, no, I hired them in, and it was uh, a little over three years. It was three years and I think two months, two or three months. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, it's, you know, it, it takes time. So don't give up on your dreams. I mean, if you want to have a paranormal group, go for it. I mean, if an, if a, if a 15-year-old can do it, which is how old I was whenever I started, then you can surely do it. I mean, you just got to, you got to, you know, put forth the effort, save you some money, put some money back, spend it on the things that you need. And if you, you want to learn how to do that, you know, well, I can't remember which podcast it was, but it, I think it was the first one that I ever did with you was I, I went into detail on how to start a team. Uh, yep yep i mean that that is definitely that's and that was that was one of the most from an information standpoint that was one of the most valuable episodes we did for sure just out of curiosity which one uh which episode was that that we've been in has been the most popular that first one that first first one yeah well no no i'm sorry no actually part two of the first one part two of the first one Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. that's demons were in there and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, which always tends to draw a little more a little more attention. Yeah. Well, this one probably get double that because not only are we providing information, we're also doing that gum a haunted doll, a theory, and demon. <laughs> we we kinda hit on everything tonight. So. Yeah. You're liable to get a quarter million views. <laughs> well, that would I would I would love that. That's yeah. that's my dream. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean that's we, just like we've I, got. I, we've got about uh, last time I checked our numbers, we've got somewhere between forty-five and fifty thousand listeners uh, for each episode. So, well, they know. need to like. They need to like your freaking page. Well, and, and that's the whole thing is that you know I know that they're out there because I see our analytics. Um, but we we love to hear from them. We and that's again that's where you know for me for Twitter comes in handy because I hear a lot of, from a lot of them on Twitter. But you know, we need those guys to visit you guys. We need we need them to network out and and the the guests that we have on the show are you know it's like whenever we read the stories, that's the purpose of the show. It's I'm not the star of the show. The stories are. I'm not mm-hmm. the star of this episode. You are. You know, I'm just I'm just here facilitating. So, you know, I want them to I want them to visit you guys because y'all have the information. Y'all are the people, you know, on the streets doing the action. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm just, just like, I'm just a guy with a microphone. So, 
Okay, guys, that's where we're going to close out this conversation with Dalton. I told you it was a lot of information we went over there and a lot of great stuff that he's got going on. If you guys would, check out Southern Souls Paranormal when you get a chance on Facebook. Uh, just look for Southern Souls Paranormal and give them a like and let them know that you heard about them on True Paranormal, the podcast. We're kind of networked with them and they're kind of our home base investigators that we go to for answers and stuff like that and they do a lot of work with us we try to do a lot of work with them and they're just great guys so y'all support them any way you can if you get a chance also their t-shirts are awesome i would highly recommend buying a t-shirt from them uh and just you can rock your own southern souls paranormal t-shirt which is very 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 cool also this week we are going to continue with our promotion of other podcasts that we really really enjoy and this week i wanted to spotlight one that is not one that really necessarily needs our promotion but the guy there that runs the podcast supports us quite a bit on twitter and helps push our stuff and we've kind of developed a good relationship with him so i wanted to give him a shout out and that's aaron hunter of real paranormal activity the podcast and Real Paranormal Activity is kind of like what we do here. They do some sharing of listener stories, just like we do here. Um, They also do some ghost stories as far as like fictional stories, things like that. They have some guests that come in and they have their own little segments. He's kind of developed an entire network around his podcast, which is very, very cool. Um, He's on every platform that you can think of. But the easiest way to get in touch with them is Twitter. Just look for Aaron Hunter, the storyteller, or look for at RPA podcast and uh, check out what he's doing there. I promise you guys, you're not going to be disappointed. It's a great podcast. It's um, one that I discovered after I started mine and it kind of shocked me. I was like, hey, there's somebody else out there doing kind of what I'm doing. This is kind of neat. And then I realized he'd been doing it for a few years. So (laughs) I kind of felt like the redheaded stepchild of the group, but Aaron and I have developed kind of a little mini podcast friendship. And, uh, I really appreciate the support he's given us. And I try to push back a little bit and give him some support whenever I can. So if you guys would check him out whenever you get a chance. And again, let him know that you heard about him on true paranormal dash the podcast and that way not only does he know that we're trying to support him but we also get a little jab at him like hey man we're sending folks your way you can send folks our way so (laughs) again that's aaron hunter real paranormal activity podcast on twitter facebook and basically anywhere else that you guys can find podcasts if you guys have any stories that you would like to share with us and possibly be on one of our future broadcasts speaking of sharing stories be sure to send them to us at trueparanormalpodcast at gmail.com that's trueparanormalpodcast at gmail.com or check us out on facebook at trueparanormal dash the podcast hit that message button hit the like button hit the email button hit whatever button you can see on there just so you get in touch with us and share out your stories and you can become an instant rock star and have your story shared on one of our future episodes it's very 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 cool guys also if you have any questions about any kind of paranormal things or if you have suggestions for a future broadcast that's a great place to contact us and let us know 
we're always up for listener suggestions. Additionally, if you are listening to us on iTunes, be sure to give us a rating and a review. If you don't have time to do a review, I understand that. That's perfectly all right. But just hit that rating. And if you want to, give us five stars, four stars, whatever stars you want to give us. I think we've got a five-star rating right now, which is awesome. But the more ratings that we get, the higher we go up in iTunes search engines. And the easier it is for guys to find us, which is very, very nice. That being said, I would like to thank you guys for joining us this week and every week. Be sure to join us next week for our next episode of True Paranormal, the podcast.